The Swagger Podcast and its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this league or the podcast, and opinions between guests may conflict. This podcast does not endorse anything as the truth. That you will have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. We fight everybody in this bitch We want everything. In a near motherfucker is sliding. You fuck with me, I know that for sure. Welcome to the Swagger Podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Here's your host, Douglas Fontaine and Greenbrier Curse, along with Nick's favorite tight end and swag on the plate, and your commissioner, Nick Ross, the boss. Welcome to the Swagger Podcast. It's your host, Douglas Fontaine, back in action. Dude is back. Everybody was so happy to see me. Everybody's been texting me on the side, crying that I haven't been here. I've been talking shit while you were gone, just letting you know. <laughs> I saw Trotty in uh, Firehouse Subs. He was like, dude, I'm, uh, where's Douglas? Douglas needs to come back. Well, Trotty, the return of Trotty Douglas looks Fontaine. Like, Trotty looks like Jimmy John's kind of guy. <laughs> Did you see, Firehouse. He likes Did you tub. see him uh, on his on his snap eating um, oh, the tacos? Oh, he ate his quesadilla <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quesadillas. What the night that? before he sent us a group message like, this is mind-blowing. And then the next <laughs> night, he's making a snap of himself doing the chicken pitas with yeah. the tortilla straight in the mouth. He took a, he took a uh, soft tar- tortilla, put it in his mouth, put the chicken in. And bit it. <laughs> and bit the it. tortilla. Takes talent. It's like those people, that, the Vietnamese stuff with that paper that they just... He's, like, all, he's all about this harder, not smarter thing. He sent us a snap of a, a birthday, and they would take a wine glass and use the wine glass to... Break off a piece of the cake into the wine glass and just, and just eat, eat it, it with a fork. So you didn't need a knife to cut it. You just ah. shook a chunk out of it with the wine glass. And he thought, took a chunk. Blew his mind. Yeah. Look, it's it's good to have you back there, Douglas. I was I was starting to give up hope on you. I figured last year you were winning. Had and, to be here. And you had to be here. <laughs> this year, you, 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 you're okay. You're not out yet. But I was like, man, his team sucks, and now you don't want to come no more. That's not it. I wish that was it. But that's not it. We His know you've team been doesn't busy. suck. His life is <laughs> My life right sucks right now. <laughs> that's all right. You got us, and we got some moonshine, and we got some Christmas tree cakes to make you feel better. And Christmas tree cake. of John Prospery came bearing gifts. He gave us like 250 proof moonshine. <laughs> it's like diesel in a, uh, in a mason jar. We'll be speaking gibberish by the end of this. You can smell it from the jar, and the jar's not even open. I ran my truck on that on the, all the way over here this morning. <laughs> Speaking of John Prospery, MVP in the house, Uncle Ooh. John. Let's cue him in. 
It's time now for your so Uncle John's in the house this week, putting up 266 points to uh, Chuck's 105. Congrats, congrats on MVP there, brother. How does it feel to be back in the house? Well, you say back. It's like finally back. You know, I, I made the first podcast, and they say podcast curse. Well, Podcast that pretty legit. I'm going to tell you that. Cause, if uh, snap counts got the best of you. Oh, snap counts. <laughs> touches, <laughs> targets, it didn't work out. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, John was on the very first podcast. The first one we did with a phone. That's it. Now yeah. we got mixers. And Looks like we're about ready to electric. The first ever, not just the first. I took it as the first this season. So you no, haven't been first here. Ever. First so ever. It was the first ever. We were OG. recording on my on my phone. Now it looks like we're getting ready to electrocute somebody in here with all these wires everywhere. Wasn't it because you won the draft, didn't it? Well, I won the year before. Yeah, you won the... He won the year before. Oh, oh, okay. It wasn't because you won the draft? No. no. It was okay. the year before. And then Easy, I think, was on a se- the first like post week. Yeah. He won the first yeah. MVP to get on the thing, but Easy ain't even come close to MVP no. since. So. He had, still so got Chuck talking in his ear. MVP? I don't think he stopped talking in his ear. It was Well, this is my second. Uh, two weeks ago, I couldn't make it. We went to Tennessee. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, you got to bring that up. Two-timer. Two-timer. So welcome to the podcast. Let's talk about your team a little bit there. Frankie Boy, you played my brother. Too much sauce. You beat him by 155 points 60. or 160 points. So pretty much a butt whipping. It was a big I think that's the same week. amount of shots of fireball that Chucky took at the draft. <laughs> <laughs> pretty uh, close, if not. A-Rod, Wayne Gallman. Alvin Kamara, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, Hunter Henry, Young Hoku, Green Bay Packers. Want to guess who your lowest scorer was? Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara was your lowest scorer out of all those people on your team. 6.4 points for Alvin Kamara. And he's got points on the bench. Am I seeing his kicker score 23 points? Yeah, Is that a two and a three? Mm-hmm. Yes. Two and a Young Ho is the guy's name. Young Ho. Young Ho. <laughs> Young Ho. Young Way. Young Ho. It's Young Ho. Young Ho is way better than Young Way. But Alvin Kamara was your lowest scorer. And your second lowest scorer? D-Hop. D-Hop. Think about that. His two lowest scores were Alvin Kamara and D-Hop. And he's put up 266.8 points. But let's be real, though. He's got Tyreek. Tyreek with Rafiki. 69. Right there, so. Yeah, Tyreek Rafiki. Tyreek did better than Red's whole team. <laughs> <laughs> In like three leagues. Yeah. <laughs> Put together. Oh, shit. So, congratulations on an awesome week there, John. Thank um, y'all. Thank y'all. Speaking of Red, I don't know if y'all know this. Red's, Red's supposed to be here next week. Now, Red's not wanting to be here, but he's supposed to be here next week because we're pretty cert- certain that he's going to win last place. He has to win this week, and he has to beat Lucas by like 100 and something points. We'll go over in the news. Or Steven by like 150 points. Who, who Red plays this week? Uh, that would be too legit to quit. Oh. Red, all I know is you praying for a podcast curse. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> you Red, uh, the projection right now is uh, you at negative 49. So, uh, you better bring it, Red. Red. He's pretty much telling you to drop your whole team and pick up a new one on waiver wise. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he might, he might be better off if he did that. Drop the whole team, for pick sure. up a whole new team from waiver. Look, Red's team isn't that bad. I mean, he has Josh Allen. Mike Davis. He ain't playing this week. 
AJ Green, Emmanuel Sanders. It's looking <laughs> awful. It sounds like it's not it's that bad. Oh my God, it's getting bad. The, the, the more you go into it, the worse it is. Dude started. Dude flexed. Uh, who he flexed? He flexed AJ Green, who scored zero point zero zero, and left Chase Claypool on his bench. I guess he was scared about the Monday night game, but I yeah yeah I read his wide receiver scored a well. Emmanuel Sanders scored one, A.J. Green scored zero, and the rest of the team just put up modest scores. So, anyway, Red, good luck. I hope I hope you lose so you can be the last place and you can pose in that calendar. But, again, we're not going to find out until the uh, war ceremony. So, back to John. This isn't about Red. This is about John. John, you, you kind of – you don't have the best record in the league. Um, you're behind the points lead by four points. And right now I think you're a – Three seed or four seed? Third seed. Third seed behind the two nine, ten and two teams. Um, how confident are you going into the playoffs? Teams finally coming together. Um, I uh, I had some last week uh, with the with the Pittsburgh situation. Um, you know, I was kind of on the fence on as far as defense. Um, it would have worked out if I ended up playing Pittsburgh's defense. Um, I would have took the point lead, but. Just had some uh, back and forth uh, with it and uh, with the lineup, and if I would have stuck with my gut, I would have took the points lead. So hoping to do that this week. But uh, looking at the point leader, um, we have very similar teams. I don't know if if y'all taking a look at that. Um, that's that's uh, Stan Duval. Stan Duval, yeah. So we, that's number one and number two, similar to last year, me correct. and Thane. And you'll be happy to know this: Thane was second in points. Last year, and you won it, and he won, he won. it. They ain't oh, won it. They ain't won the points. No, no. I won the points, oh, okay. but they ain't won the league. He won the league. You rather points or the league? Both. <laughs> I want it. I want it both. But fucking Dalvin Cook's stupid ass Mike hey, Boone. Man. Hey man. Oh, he sat on week sixteen. Yeah, he sat and then well, he hurt himself, and then I picked up Boone, thinking, all right, he's gonna play, and a dumbass put up like <laughs> stupid. I don't even want to talk about it. So you were the champion last year, two years, two ago, years ago. Sorry, and uh, I didn't make the playoffs last year. I'm about to say that you fell off pretty bad last year. You had a lot of injury issues. A lot of injuries. I had the team was there. It was just you didn't have a issues. bad team. You uh, just had some injuries, and you didn't miss the playoffs by much. Barely missed it, but he didn't I mean, have a chance last year. I mean, year. I, I, I had a stacked team last year, and that's the thing. You know, it's it's just injuries, and he didn't you know, have a chance last year. Right, thing getting the playoffs, one guy get hurt and it's over. With. Where you at, thing? Uh, let's talk about this. Victoria Prospery is the number. You know what seat she is in in a uh, swaggerette right now? Bitch in, mm, bitch in a box. I think she's one. I think oh, she is one. So she's number one overall seed this week. Now they have one more week remaining. She's been flip flopping with uh Spunk Funk Monk, our British. Uh, hey yo. <laughs> yeah. So you you two guys are uh, are are pretty dominant this year as a couple. Um, Vic texted me on the side and said that she gave you her cheat sheet for you to draft your league in a swagger league. Is Can't that any truth to that? She told you that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, the truth she, comes out. Both of you guys are kicking butt, and uh, so therefore we will not invite you to play in swagger. Yeah, <laughs> we got. We're gonna. Have you ha- to you, want, you have one chance. You needed to lose again, <laughs> almost, and then it. you could get in there. So, Courtney, do you have a question for John? I do. 
where does the name Too Legit to Quit uh, come from? Well, I'm not, uh, really don't want to say this, but uh, Mike came out with Can't Touch Us uh, first. And um, I had some weird names when we had our leagues years ago. So TDs, uh, your first year, your first name TDs in Swagger League was TDs and beer. So, um, make a long story short, um, I kind of stole Mike's thunder with uh, MC Hammer and came out with another one of the songs, "Too Legit to Quit," and it kind of stuck. So I like you, it. you, I was in, I was in John's league um, before John. Well, John was kind of in the Swagger Leagues at the same time. John's been in Swagger Leagues for seven years now. Uh, he kind of came at the beginning, missed a few years, and then came came back. But was that uh, too legit to quit? Wasn't your team name in, in your leagues? No. no so it's I, strictly a Swagger League thing. That correct. You, okay. Yeah, I, 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 some of the, like some of the people do now with the, with the names of the people, um, uh, players. I had, uh, I remember one of them was uh, Brady and the Jets. You know, I had the Jets and Brady. Nice. Um, oh, that's so, cute. you know, it was oh, shit. different stuff like that. Tinfo. Jay, you got a question for him? Um, how similar is your team to Stan's team? <laughs> Quite similar. <laughs> no, we were uh, just looking at it, even down to their bench players. Really? Yeah, it's pretty scary. So, apparently, y'all pay the same uh, site for advice, huh? Yeah. So that'll be interesting if they, go, if they make it down like Thane and I did. Stan and John pay Victoria for fancy advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you for being on with us. Um, thank you. Try not to make it two years until next time you come. I anticipate you to be an MVP this week coming too, and you beat the hell out of Ginger Ninja. Oh, that'd hoping, be fun hoping. to have both of them on. Yeah, for sure. And uh, feel free to, to chime in wherever you see fit for the rest of the podcast. Yes, sir. Next up, we have a special guest on a phone call with Uncle Nick. Welcome to the show. It's now time for the segment we've all been waiting for. It's the Swaggerette Guest of the Week. We live. What's up, Ellie? How are you? I'm doing well. It's a familiar voice on the podcast this week. Good to have you back. What are you talking about this Great week? Great to it's be a, back. It's a familiar voice on the podcast all the time. Well, that's what I mean. It's a familiar voice. She's a, she's a, she's a regular on the show, I guess you could say. Yeah. You, you hear more than uh, Douglas Fontaine is there, Ellie. That's right. You're going to have to write me in permanently. We can call it the Ellie Trosclair Show. <laughs> So uh, let's talk about your team a little bit. Um, before we get into your specific team, though, all I'm going to say is these girls are messing you up by, by letting you in the playoffs. Uh, you're not officially in yet, but if you do get in, these girls are messing up by letting you in here. Um, Explain yourself. I mean, for the, for the majority of the season, correct me if I'm wrong, Ellie, but it lo- didn't look like you were going to make the playoffs. Is that accurate? Absolutely accurate. And then, when I drafted, you announced like the ranking of teams, and I was dead last. I had the worst team in my draft. But I warned them at the drafts that I was coming for them, and I was going to be on that waiver wire. Well, and that's exactly what I did. But it obviously worked. 
Well, look at let's get look at your team because you definitely were on the waiver wire. James Robinson is on your team. Started, scored twenty eight point nine points. That's a waiver wire pickup. Robbie Anderson, not drafted by you, picked up twenty two point four points. Another one. Did you draft Justin Jefferson? Nope, that was waiver wire. Waiver wire, twenty six points. The week of the waiver wire. So that's almost seventy five or eighty points that you picked up on the waivers. Um, so it just goes to show you if you if you try hard enough you can be in there. I didn't I didn't even think you were going to be a playoff team and then all of a sudden bam you MVP and I'm looking at the standings and you have a real good shot of getting into the playoffs. So you you te- who was your first round overall pick? You remember? I think my first round pick was Godwin. I think. Okay. No, no, it was Derrick Henry. So I'm you sorry. got Derrick, Derrick Henry, Henry was there. my first pick. Well, King Henry is is definitely performing. You got Deshaun Watson scored forty nine. Derrick Henry scored forty. James Robinson, which was a waiver, twenty eight point nine. Robbie Anderson twenty two point four. Juju seventeen. Godwin seventeen. Justin Jefferson twenty six. Godair twenty. Butker nine. Defense almost thirty for San Francisco. So your lowest score was your kicker, and everybody else scored more than seventeen points. That's incredible. Two hundred sixty one point five points puts you second. Uh, highest score of the season behind Killing Stephanie. It like Baskin. Yeah, Stephanie Perks, that one good season she had. She wouldn't let us forget. <laughs> <laughs> and you beat Mandy's nuts by almost 150 points. It's 144.2 if you check the newsletter. That's crazy. Ass whipping. So your team's getting high at the right time, and I think you have a real shot to defend your, your title. I really do. Um, Early on, Wine and Grind looked like she was going to be the favorite, and there's a pretty good shot. She doesn't even make the playoffs, so you've kind of overtaken that also. Um, I will say you have a lot better chance of winning the whole thing, even though you didn't get in the playoffs yet. you got to get on the playoffs first. So I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you have a lot better chance to defend your title than any other Swagger League this year, in my opinion. Greenbrier Curse, probably not going to make it. Mike in a franchise, he's looking rough right now. He's probably not going to win it. And Swaglock, um, the DeLons may not even make the playoffs. So you got to hold it down for the, any other back-to-backs this year. So, And you would be the first back-to-back for Swaggerette. So. That's right. So no pressure. Let's do the first things first. <laughs> let's, let's let you make the playoffs. And then once you get in the playoffs, then we can start talking about that. I think last year, Ellie let the cat out of the bag telling us that like her little her fantasy secret was the waiver wire work, right? And so bit, this yep. year, a lot of us – other swaggerettes have been going hard on the waiver wire. So maybe you could do us a favor and go a little bit deeper into how mm-hmm. you're choosing these waiver wire stars. Are you going to be as generous? It is the, the season of giving, Ellie, and you're like Mrs. Christmas. I'm not going to tell y'all any more secrets. <laughs> I don't blame um, you. But um, I am a researcher, kind of my profession, really good at research. And so I just use what I'm good at and research the hell out of it. I thought you were so, a drug dealer. Um, when I am a drug dealer. She has so, to research um, those side effects. That, that's part of it, too. <laughs> well, um, your husband messaged me and said, please don't invite Ellie on the uh, podcast anymore. Because this is like, what, the fifth time you've been on? And he's been on how many times? <laughs> Poor Chris hasn't even been to the house during football season. <laughs> he's just at home. Chris is only <laughs> Working invited. on light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's family day or the draft, Chris is not invited to the listening house until after football season. <laughs> Maybe we can just get him on as like a little, just a little guest, a little guest appearance. No, just you got to earn it. Okay. You got to earn it. I was going to be nice. How about Swaglock? You think you guys are going to make it on Swaglock? Nah. No, I don't. 
My so team's is it awful. Chris holding you back or what's the deal with that? No, Chris is actually, if you look at our records, Chris is doing better than me in swag lock. Um, my team's just not there. I, I drafted Lamar Jackson pretty early, which was a mistake because he has been awful this season. And then the rest of my team's just been kind of a disappointment. I've tried the waiver wire, but I just haven't had the same luck with swag lock as I have with the swaggerette. So no, it's me. It's it's me. I'm the problem. You're ruining the bit for making fun of Chris there, Ellie. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta give him credit where credit's due. I understand. Well, cool. Do you uh let me ask you this. Would you are you a fan of the ten or twelve person fa- uh swaggerette league? No, I definitely prefer a ten person league. Okay. But I think just about all the swaggerettes feel strongly about that. So we're gonna we're gonna narrow it down to ten next year and hopefully add a few spots so uh we can get up to thirty or forty. I'd love to get the women's league even with the guys league. Not only in people but also payouts and entry fees and everything. Now that's gonna be completely up to you guys, but apples to apples if we have both leagues apples to apples, I think it would be the competition of comparing them and stuff like that would be fun. How do you feel about that? Yeah, we wouldn't have to uh, bitch anymore about the swagger versus uh, swaggerette <laughs> portion of this podcast. I uh, I love that idea. I absolutely agree. Um, but by the way, did I? What was John's score? I'm just bringing that back. Did I beat John this week? Um, and, and, and that's a good question. You you pretty up there. John scored a total of two hundred and. 66.8 points. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> Still didn't get it. Damn. Yeah, but if you gave us our little, you know, like that little. Oh, here we go. Not this whatever, shit again. Whatever we called it. If you gave us our little edge. Our 20% adjustment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Research that. Well, cool. Well, I know you're Christmas shopping. You couldn't uh, be in, in the studio with us today. But, uh, look, we appreciate you coming on. We have one more podcast, and hey, who knows? The way your team's been playing, we might see you next week back in studio. Hopefully, you just might. I'm trying. I'm not. I'm definitely the underdog, and uh, still trying to put in the work to get there. Is there anything you want to leave your league with before you uh, hang up? Nope, they've gotten enough secrets. No more. <laughs> well, I was gonna give you a shot to talk a little smack and talk about don't let me in the playoffs. Don't. I, I mean, I warned them at the draft. I was like. That seems like that was just yesterday, and now we're sitting here talking about it coming to an end. It's insane. I know. It has been a fast – it's been like the fastest 13 weeks, but also the slowest 13 weeks of my life. I'm not sure which way to go with that. (laughs) I think that everybody feels that way. (laughs) It's like 2020 is never going to be over, but this 13 weeks has flown by. It's the equivalent of uh, somebody that smokes weed and getting pulled over by the police that thought they were going 65 miles an hour and they're only going 13. (laughs) Basically. Great analogy. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you soon. Happy shopping. Thanks, y'all. Thank you for your time, Ellie. I know it's always a struggle with all your busy busyness in your life, hanging Christmas lights, counting pills at the hospital. Next up is your Swagger News. Gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here's some other great town names. 
Littitz. It's Littitz. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick, disc issue rather in his lower back. It's now time for the Swagger News Update, brought to you by Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein. Welcome to Week 12 Swagger News. Let's start off in Swagger League. Your MVP just heard from him a couple minutes ago. Too legit to quit. John Prosperi scored 266.8 points. LVP, my opponent, Matthew Barry approved. Brandon Hinger scored 89.8 points. Good job, Brandon. I appreciate that, Chipper. Fuck you, Chipper. Three out of the top five highest scores of the season were this week, and two out of the top lowest five lowest scores, excuse me, were in the same week. So we had some really high scores, and we had some really low scores this past week. Power rankings, bringing the woods number one. Too legit to quit is number two. Slap a whole tribe is number three. Our last place race, we talked about it earlier. Ginger Ninja is two and ten with 1,544.1 points scored. Red has not officially clinched last place, but he pretty much has. Who is he? Who is he? Uh, who is he up against? He has to win, and Lucas has to lose, and Red's got to outscore Lucas by eighty-four points. So you're saying Lucas could be last place? Or Stephen Bernard has to lose, and Ginger Ninja has to outscore Stephen by hundred and eight points. Ooh. So the Ooh. hardest thing about all of it is Red's got to play John, our MVP from this week. <laughs> He ain't winning. <laughs> <laughs> so other notes. Playoff teams. Imagine from last week. Nasty Nate, Brian Perk, Kobe Madera, and Troy Yuse officially joined the playoff team list. Bitches. So out of the playoffs, Michael Lillick, Vance Email, Chipper, which means 13 teams are fighting over the last five spots. And only one out of the four playoff spots have been secured in the Platinum Conference. So I think seven or eight of us are fighting over those last three spots. So everything comes down to this week. Final go big or go home. Jared Lasserre, your playoff percentage went from 69.1% last week. To zero. To zero. But that's not 100% accurate because you a miracle. I'm going to put 0.5% chance. Yeah, because if I win. Brian somebody, Perk has to lose. And Brian loses. And then you have to outscore him by. A hundred? No, not a hundred. Eighty? Maybe. It was a pretty good number. And I'm going to get that. got a snow in Vashry and then rain in Homa. <laughs> yeah, got a fart when I pee. And then, <laughs> and then, all of this sounds feasible. <laughs> it's all going to happen. Thane DeLon. Thane has a 50-50 shot to make the playoffs. 49.8%. And Nick Ross, the boss, has a 73.3% chance. Now, I will say this. If I lose... I'm not making the playoffs, even though I'm a gay game ahead, even though I'm gay ahead. Yeah. <laughs> even though I'm straight gay ahead. Even though I'm a game ahead, the five guys behind me that would tie me in record have more points than me. So I have to win to get in. Man. Win and get in. I needed in. to win last week. I just couldn't pull it off, man. Three, three teams have clinched division wall. titles. Too legit to quit. $125 going to your bank account. Slap a whole tribe. $125, and Make Fantasy Great Again, our 30th in scoring team, has won the Platinum Conference's Tom Benson division. Fuck you, Roland. Roland. Moving on to Swaggerette. As much as you hate Roland, he's always in there. Always right? at the top. That bitch. F you, Roland. 
<laughs> Fuck you, Roland. Right, we spoke to our MVB earlier. Good D for the win. Ella Yuse with 261.5 points. Uh, this is her second MVB. We had our LVP, Mo DeLon's Teresa DeLon, with 91.55 points. This is two weeks in a row that Teresa has landed herself in the LVP position. We're going to take it easy on her, though. She had a rough week. Sending prayers out to UT. Our standings, number one, Vic in the Box. Number two, straight out of Pierre Parton. Number three, a good D for the win. Power rankings, number one again, Vic in the Box. Number two, Trophy Wife. And number three, Wine and Grind. And our last place race, uh, Black, and Hold, Black and Old is holding down that position. We have four teams that have clinched playoff spots. Spunk Funk Monk, Gold Digger, Vic in the Box, and Trophy Wife. Gold Digger has also clinched the Gold Conference. Alvin Kamara Division in $150. Ooh. Moving on to Swaglock, the MVP this week. Look at that, and he's not even here to, to talk about it. The DeLons with 369.95 points. After winning LVP two weeks in a row, they won MVP this week. The LVP this week, though, was the... Emails. 265.25 points, which now two weeks in a row for them. Standings look like this. Lichtenstein's, T-Vays, Go-Bears. Power rankings look like this. Lichtenstein's, Go-Bears, T-Vays. And last place has been... Uh, the Reds. Yeah, the Reds. Every the, week. The Lichtenstein, <laughs> T-Vays, and Gobears have clinched playoff spots, and there are four teams fighting for the last three spots. Who are those teams, Courtney? The Emails, DeLons, Yuzes, and Savoas. So out of those four teams, three of them will get in, one of them will be out. Swagger Franchise, MVP this week. Tell them who it was, John. Mike Bear. Not Mike Bear. Not Mike Bear. The one-time Jared... Tries Nick to pipe Ross, in the right answer. The boss and <laughs> Jay Richey. That's right. Nick Ross, the boss, and Jay Richey were our MVPs this week. We scored 294.38 points, third highest of the season. Wow. LVP. He's been streaking lately, but this week he had a terrible week. The big time is Jeremy Ezel, 186.4 points. Power rankings look like this. Don't don't don't. John and Nate are number one. Pippin mm. ain't too legit. Nick and Jay are number two. Uh oh. And Easy is number three. Some notes for you. John and Nate, first to clinch the playoff spot. So congratulations on making Swagler, Swagger Franchise League. Swagler. Oh. Swagler. New league Swagler. coming. New league coming, y'all. Stay Taylor tuned. Swagler League. <laughs> Chipper and Roland were the first to be eliminated. That that note makes me feel so good to say that. Chipper joined the league this I mean, excuse me. Roland, Roland. joined the league this week, and he's out of the playoffs this week. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. So, good job. Two weeks remain in Swagger Franchise. Swagger Junior League. Ja'Cory plays on. She loves 2K. Scored 231.25 points. Was your Black Conference MVP. Connor Jaro, the Von Miller Band, 262.4 points. Was the Gold Conference MVP and your overall MVP. Second time this season. Playoff teams. This, these are the teams that have clinched in Swagger Junior. Quidditch is greater than football. Reese Bernard. Easy Dubs. Trey Henninger. And Chopper Style, Paxton Lichertine all have clinched playoff spots in Swagger Jr. Swagger Guillotine. This week in Swagger Guillotine, we've lost another one. Another fallen soldier, a band of brothers. No longer a band of brothers. Nick, who got their head chopped? Man with the biggest prostate. <laughs> Uncle Mike Abair. Mike Abair, a nice strong man who doesn't like vegetables and only eats meat. He's Carnivore diet. 
And he also likes peanut butter pie. From ABS. Sweet peanut butter pie. Oh, peanut peanut butter pie. Oh, peanut butter pie. (laughs) Dead. (laughs) He dead. He gone. (laughs) Four teams remain in Swagger Guillotine. Chris, Steven, Roland, and Vance. Guess what? DK Metcalf went for $3 this week. Alvin Kamara went yeah, because y'all ain't got no damn money left. <laughs> Alvin Kamara went for three dollars this week. He ain't even worth three dollars. So look, Vance has forty four dollars. Roland has one dollar. Chris has zero dollars, and Steven has zero dollars. So Vance has forty four dollars to spend one dollar on anybody else. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Vance got DK Metcalf. He got DK and Kamara both for three dollars, which I don't understand why he Jesus. spent three. Cancer Christmas. This is Cancer starting to sound Christmas, like a, a charity league. So. Vance, Vance is in a good spot because whoever loses this week, he can go in there and get their best players and spend $1 on them and still have $41 left over. Sweep up. He's in a good spot. At least he's good at something. That's right. So that was your swagger news for week 12. I keep dropping the ball. Oh. I keep dropping the ball. Brian Mill might have fallen on it at the 10-yard line. Snap. Placement. Kicked by Hartley. And it is. And now, it's time for Saints in 60 Seconds. Your New Orleans Saints battled the Broncos last week. Two running backs playing as quarterbacks. How about them Saints? They came out kicking and scratching and busting that quarterback's ass. Taysom Hill went 9-16, 78 yards, no touchdowns, and one huge interception. Yeah, but that quarterback sucked ass. He didn't even know how to play quarterback, but the Saints defense came out and they were electrifying. The running back on the opposite side playing quarterback went one of nine, 13 yards and two interceptions. Yeah, but that quarterback sucked ass. He was terrible. He didn't even know how to play quarterback. It was the two interceptions that helped the Saints to the victory. This week, your New Orleans Saints take on the Atlanta Dirty Bird son of a bitchin' Falcons. Yeah, but that quarterback don't even know how to play quarterback. Will Drew Brees be back this week? I don't know, but that quarterback will be, and Cam Jordan's going to eat. He's going to sack him like 15 times. He's going to get 32 sacks. <laughs> Fuck. And the Mario Davis, he's going to do all kind of cool shit, too. Back to you, Douglas. The Saints have a lot of pressure coming into this week. Are they a contender? Are they not a contender? Are the Saints for real? Are they not for real? Hell yeah, they for real. Are we got? Have we gotten to our 60 seconds yes. yet? Yes. Thing, hurry up and come back. We need you, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to the Saints section. Here's where we give you some stupid analysis about what we think is going to happen. I don't know if y'all saw that quarterback, but he wasn't very good. Um, I started him in Swagger League. He scored me minus two points. Um, defense, defense is a number one in yards now. I know it helps when we play a, a wide receiver at quarterback, but the Saints are number one in yards allowed in NFL. Top five in just about every category. Saints defense is for real. Saints defense playing lights out. For real, for real. For real, for real. So, I, I don't know when Drew's coming back. But if Drew comes back to any kind of form this season, 
Saints Saints have a really good team. This is the best defense Saints Drew Brees ever had. Ever. Secondary stepping up. Man, and we were talking shit about that defense at the beginning of the season. Remember that? Yep. Terrible. Awful. Can't believe we're going to make it through the season. I think they always just shine whenever there's adversity. Like, when they need to step up, they step up. And then I feel like if Drew does come back and he is in whatever, some kind of form, they may slack. Like, I feel like they do 110% when it's on, like, when it's solely on them. They also do 110% when they got bounties out. I think they got bounties out this year. Well, Courtney's talking about back whenever Teddy wasn't there, right? He stepped up their game. Whenever Drew wasn't there, you mean, and Teddy was the quarterback? Excuse me, when Teddy was there. Correct. So, yeah, I kind of agree with that. So, I mean, and besides, Cam Jordan's uh, projected to do like 47 <laughs> sacks. Well, 15 and then 32. Right. That's 15 like first quarter, 15, 32, 32 for second. the rest of the game. So, yeah. You're about to set the NFL sack season record in, two game, in one game. It's going to be an interesting, sh- interesting <laughs> game to watch. Two Can't wait to watch Demario it. Demario Davis is going to be doing like All that weird shit or whatever you said he was going to awesome do. Stuff. Awesome shit. Awesome shits. Nick, who do you think is going to win this game coming Saints up this week? Saints playing the Falcons this week. Last time, if y'all remember, Cam Jordan did have three sacks. I think we had seven total, something like that. It was an ass-whooping. I don't see why it wouldn't be this time either. Um, Falcons did play the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that we lost to with Drew. Mm-hmm. It kicked our ass in their new stadium, and the, and the Falcons beat the doors off, blew the doors off of them last week, which makes zero sense. All you can say is football, right? It's football. Anything can have COVID. Saints are only a three-point favorite. So, man, I don't know. I, I, I think the Saints are going to win, obviously. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people want it to be. I think it's going to be 21-20. and 21-20. Courtney? I'm going Saints win. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be similar to the last game. I'm going to go maybe 21-9. Oh, little field goal action. John? Uh, just a just some recap on that last Saints uh, Atlanta game. Um, Matt Ryan, forty eight point five QB rating, eight sacks, two interceptions, two hundred thirty two yards, and no touchdown. Eight sacks, Jesus. Uh, so that was saying something. Um, and and we had Taysom for that game. It's not like we had Drew Brees for that game. Um, so my prediction, uh, it's kind of tough with Taysom. I'm gonna go twenty four seventeen. On this one, I, I think uh, Atlanta has something to prove with this one. Twenty, but but I'm wins. saying the Saints. The Saints win twenty four seventeen. How about you? Well, Saints are gonna win. Oh, Blow shit. the lost. fucking doors no, off. Stop talking. Just all right. Forty one. Forty one. Ten. Going two and God. one with Taysom Hill was good. Uh, good run. But didn't you win one this year? One. Yeah. When you said they won, they won. Yeah. Awesome. One. Hopefully it's two. Hopefully it comes back around to me. Blow the doors off. Saints are for real, just like we said Tampa Bay was for real. But not Tampa Bay's real. not for real. But we said it. I'm didn't. Y'all did. I said it. And Thane. Saints are for real. Thane said it? Thane said it. Thane said Tampa's for real. Okay. And that is your Saints bullshit. Next your up. Saints in 45 minutes. <laughs> Next up we have our looks like game. John looks like the head distiller for a whiskey, Tennessee whiskey place. 
So we're doing John first. John Prospery. This is submitted by uh, Lance Trotty. John Prospery looks like he drove a Ford Ranger in high school and thought it was the shit and took senior pictures with it. Oh, I eat with his arm on the on the uh, hood. I, I, I did do that, but it was actually a Mitsubishi Galant. <laughs> he should just stay with the uh, Ranger. Poor Ranger would have been a lot better. John Prosper looks like he prefers calling over texting. <laughs> I do. Hey, bud, give me a call. John Prosper looks like the way old Smoky Moonshine One Fifty Three smells. Strong. Which is rough. Strong. With a K. Strong with a K. Here's one. John Prospery looks like a broke down Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore. <laughs> that hurts. That's from Crystal. That hurts. On the flip side of that old Smoky 153, Jay Riche looks like the way old Smoky Tennessee moonshine sour apple. <laughs> Jay Riche looks like the guy that bought cats in high school to say he got pussy. <laughs> Jay Riche looks like he sells rainbow vacuum cleaners. <laughs> Let's see, Jay Riche looks like he could sell the shit out of some world finest chocolate. <laughs> With his little overall uh, camo overalls. I guess. All right, let's go around. Uh, Ellie, y'all got one for Ellie? Ellie Yuse looks like the type to keep her maiden name. <laughs> Ellie Trost. Ellie Yuse dash Trostclair. Ellie Trostclair dash Yuse. Ellie. Doesn't look like she feels bothered by taking away Turf Titty's chances at MVP this week. Of course, from Crystal. Come on, Crystal. You can do better than that. Ellie Yuse looks like she would bring glitter and put it on people at a party. <laughs> Ellie Yuse looks like eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> she did bring us eyelashes when. That's why I said it. All right, here, let's just go around the league now. Go ahead. I, hold on, I got these from Dylan. Dylan Claremont said, Charles Lichtenstein looks like an anorexic Nick Lichtenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, Nick Lichtenstein looks like he ate Charles Lichtenstein. And Courtney Lichtenstein looks like she just finished feeding Charles Lichtenstein to Nick Lichtenstein. <laughs> Good job, Dylan. Bunch of Lichtenstein. Jay Riche said Jono or Jono Merricks looks yeah. like he couldn't cut it at FedEx, so he went work for UPS. <laughs> Sean Sava said Nate, Jay, and Jared look like they would have been the cast in The Wizard of Oz at the Lollipop Guild. Sean <laughs> also said Dylan Claymore looks like a guy that would shoot a full point because it looks like a doe because he was super drunk. <laughs> Terry Porsche looks like he rings the bell outside of Walmart. Mm. Like for the for the, the Salvation, Salvation Army. Army. Cool. <laughs> Nate Knockout looks like he gets a discount when he flies <laughs> on somebody's lap. <laughs> <laughs> he sits on Carolina's lap and gets the companion fee. He's a lap child. Lucas Lucas Table looks like a guy that would get in a fight at a strip club. Oh, that's facts. That is facts. Chipper looks like a guy that would get mad because they don't serve food at a strip club from Sean. <laughs> Crystal Fields looks like Lamar Jackson's braids. <laughs> this one's rough, but Ellie Ellie Yuse looks like a girl that would take the D just to get a fancy football win. Ooh. That's from Crystal. Ooh, There's a little Crystal. bad blood there between Crystal from Ellie taking it from her. 
Courtney Lichtenstein looks like what a d- dingleberry feels like. Effing clingy bitch, just like a fan's team, fantasy team clinging on to get a win. Gotta be from Crystal. <laughs> That's Crystal, 100%. <laughs> Dingleberry. Did you stop with what a dingleberry feels like? Yeah, well. Trap looks like a guy that'll wear a condom into a strip club so she don't get he don't get nobody pregnant. <laughs> Probably a good safety measure. He's very potent. Trap, if you're not doing that, you need to add that to your <laughs> list. <laughs> Trap looks like he's good at pool. I think he is. Like but he just looks like he, he always talks about how good he is at pool. Yeah. Courtney Lizardine looks like she likes to smile. Can't get my teeth back she in my lips. <laughs> Courtney Lichtenstein always looks happy. <laughs> <laughs> She's not smiling. Courtney Lichtenstein looks like her lips would be chap chap. Van's email looks like a shuffleboard. <laughs> he looks like a shuttlecock. <laughs> Good foosball guy. What else? You got any more? Let's do one for Red. Red. Looks red. Red Cortez looks like chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's always got chicken pox. Red Cortez looks like he's allergic to poison ivy. Red al- red always looks like he'd been hanging out in the sun too long. Red always looks like he got high blood pressure. <laughs> red looks like he's hot. But he's not. <laughs> but he's not hot. Red looks like he got fever. Red... Red looks like he used to wrestle in high school. him with a little purple mouthpiece. Red looks like he's playing a trumpet, even though he's not playing a trumpet. We were, we were riding down the street earlier, and Nick said that Casey Jarrow looks like a beat-down dually. <laughs> Early 2000, F2, F350. F350, yeah. What a, what a missed offender. Smoking. Big pipes coming out from the back of the cab. <laughs> With one of the fenders having a hole in the top of it when they smoked the fence when they were turning. You got to add that. <laughs> Moonshine should not be allowed at a podcast <laughs> from here on out. Red looks like the Christmas tree cakes box. <laughs> red looks like he would be a good Santa Claus, except he's red. <laughs> he ain't got to wear the jacket and the pants. No. All right, but well that's your looks like for this week. Thanks for playing along. You've got mail. Dude, this thing claims I have mail. It's amazing what we can do with computers these days. Dude, now I'm reading it. Listen, bro. I understand what you're saying. But I'm going to help them understand what you're saying. Basically, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, this week's episode, no, fuck, this week's episode, this, this podcast is going great, <laughs> this podcast is going great, welcome to our listener question section, yeah, but that quarterback sucks, <laughs> He does. Dang, we need you back, buddy. <laughs> All right, questions for this week. Question number one from Greenbrier Curse said, if Uncle John had to eat three complete five-course exquisite meals from the French Laundry in an hour but was guaranteed to win the next four fantasy championships, Saints win the next four Super Bowls, 
LSU wins the next four championships, could he put his pickiness of food aside and clean all his plates? Can I throw up after? You got to eat it. I don't care what you do. No. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Question number two. Is it financially possible or feasible to do a crawfish ball off for family day? They don't have crawfish for family day. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, but it's the wrong time of the year. That was from Colt 45. Colt, you supply the crawfish, we'll have a crawfish ball. Yeah. If you, I'd, Shit, hell yeah. You. Question number three. Freeze the crawfish in the summertime. We'll get them back live again in the wintertime, and we'll have crawfish <laughs> family day. Thanks, Coach. Really appreciate you playing along. Question number three. Coach looks like the guy that will want to sell you crawfish <laughs> in fucking January. Frozen like a motherfucker. Fucking Chinese crawfish ball for family day. But we're just going to get him back to life. Shimonaya, <laughs> come back to life. That's a flash freeze. Go ahead, John, with your question. You got to eat all the dead ones. Can we change the fuck you chipper slogan to... Can we help you? Poor guy is four and eight in Swagger Forty, and in franchise he's one and eleven. That's I, rough. I, just, I feel bad for him. You no, know? you know what, John? Fuck you, Chipper. I try, Chipper. I don't feel bad for Chipper. The only person I feel worse for than Chipper is Roland. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Lies your tail. Question number four. So we. We're having a little dinner discussion about um, with Paxton and Nick about top wide receivers of all times. And it got into a little lengthy discussion, and we text Uncle Thane. And it happens that Uncle Thane and Nick agree on the number one wide receiver of all time. So I'll give you all a minute, and I want you all to give me y'all's top wide receiver just to see if y'all follow suit. Well, it ain't good for a podcast to have one minute, but I'm filibustering right now so y'all can come up with y'all answer. I don't need a minute. Jerry Rice. I would say Jerry Rice. I mean, I mean, I grew up in the in the years of Jerry Rice. I didn't really watch a lot of football, but that would be my answer. That was it, Jerry Rice. Is he number two? Oh, the, for me, Randy Moss. That's who I, I said. was going to say. Moss. Moss is so much fun to watch, man. Randy Randy Moss. Randy Moss was the like. God, he was so fun to watch. Okay, question number five. Y'all got any questions before I ask the last one? Go ahead. Uh, is Tampa Bay for real? No. Yes, they offer real. Next question? No. No. You texted to me? No, I got one more. Go um, ahead. Question number five. Go ahead, John. Super Bowl. Come over here and ask not, a fucking question. Not, not fantasy. Super Bowl picks, actual Super Bowl. You want me to pick them? Yeah. Okay. This is a question for Nick, by the way, not Jared. Kansas City and another team, but it won't matter. I'm saying Kansas City and Saints. Yeah, Saints ain't beating Kansas City right now. Kansas City wins it all. I said Super Bowl. I didn't say win the whole thing. Okay, well, Kansas City and either Saints or Green Bay. Do we beat the Saints in two weeks? We are the Saints, so it'd be hard to beat ourselves. I mean, do we beat Kansas City in two weeks? No. Not happening. If Drew comes back 100%, we might lose by 14. With Drew back. With Drew back. If Drew doesn't come back, we might lose by 44. Our offense is pretty stagnant with Taysom. High years, kids. But is our, our defense is better than Tampa Bay? Yes. And they only lost by Four, three. Our defense is, our defense is probably seven points better than Tampa Bay's. I mean, uh, Tampa Bay's defense. So Tampa Bay is like a points. young giraffe trying to learn to walk. Tampa Bay's offense is a lot better than the Saints right now. True. 
I'm going to go look at um, Kamara's points last week. No, no, you ain't got to tell me. I know it's six it's points. Six. Last question. Um, I don't have any more questions. John came prepared. Yeah, he did. 30 Over. questions. Would you rather drive a Ford Ranger or a Mitsubishi Galant? Mitsubishi Galant. <laughs> How about you, Douglas? <laughs> Ford Ranger. How about you? I actually drove a Galant in high school, so I'd, I'd go back. I'd Bingo. rock it again. I bet you smiled everywhere you drove I that did. thing. Yeah, I got Question. a quick. I got a quick story about a Mitsubishi Galant. I actually hit an off-duty cop on a motorcycle with the Galant and rolled over the bike. Ooh, fun fact right there for you. You just put that into the universe. I'm just letting you know, <laughs> okay. and then he didn't even get a ticket. Uh, have you heard our disclaimer for being on the Swagger Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> We are not responsible for anything said by the guests or their opinions. None of it's real. It's all fake. This is all fake news. That was real. Question number six. Now I forgot my damn question. <laughs> oh, how did y'all like that quarterback from Denver Broncos last week? Awful. I thought he was pretty good. He was subpar. I thought he was all right. I mean, he get thrown into it. He's better than uh, – he would be – would he be better than Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning? No. Mm, no. How about you? You think quarterback was good? I didn't think he knew what he was doing. He didn't. Poor dude. He was like bagging groceries two days and the next day. He don't even get to practice. Not only did he go and start the game, he didn't even get to practice. He had to do a walkthrough. The Broncos showed up at the train at their training facility and said, all right, guys, anybody play quarterback in middle school? And he raised his hand. <laughs> the Broncos showed up to that game with that quarterback about like the same way you show up to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very <Bring> unprepared. <laughs> And winging it. He said, this is my shot to be on TV. Yeah, Shit, coach, that, I got that, it. That could have been me, though. Like, anybody who was a quarterback in, in middle school could have raised my hand. We're not getting you two started on y'all's middle school football You couldn't football see days. over the line. Yeah, we'll I, could, I could barely see over the line, but I knew the plays. Hey, fun fact for you. I don't know if you heard on Monday. I love these after fun the game, facts. Jerry Jones says, that was the same situation we was in with Benny DiNucci or Ben DiNucci. Come on, Jerry. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not the same situation no, at not all. Even close. Thanks for sticking along with us for this long on this podcast. We're glad you stuck around to see what we could do. He's starting to talk like the Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> that moonshine got him. He's going to be distilling this shit in the woods and soon. <laughs> he had to steal it. All right, bye. Bye. Who that? Bye, bitch. Bye. Chipper. Thank you.